I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He hit it! He hit it! He hit it! He got it. This is The Rich Eisen Show. The Wolverines will play in the Elite Eight. He is Jawan Howard of the University of Michigan. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What is it like for you? And it's not because of me, it's them. I'm just so proud of our players and how they've been competing. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests, NFL Network analyst, Daniel Jeremiah. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Plus actor, Joe Manganiello. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All righty then. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Back in my chair. Pleased to be here with you right here on Peacock or Sirius XM Channel 211 or one of the many radio stations across this country smart enough to have us as a terrestrial radio feed. We welcome you to our show right here in Los Angeles, California, home of the Elite Eight. Who knew? Um, and uh, and so there is lots to talk about on this show. Good to see you over there, Chris. Hey, Brock, who, who, how are you? What's up, Rich? Uh, <laughs> thrilled to have back here on the show. Uh, not uh, just uh, us together, but also you, Mike Del Tufo, fresh back. He just arrived back in the marina after using his boat to free the uh, the the, the yes. big boat in the Suez nice. Canal. Good Way job, back Thank you, Mike. Way, I mean, good I job. Am, I am the captain now. Some unnamed small boat just came out of nowhere and <laughs> shoved it free. <laughs> And they're like, what's the name of that boat? Is it just zoomed away? And they're like, we don't know. It took two pumps to get it out. Two pumps to get it out. (laughs) (laughs) And the chumps are free. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, TJ Jefferson. Good to see you over there. What up, Rich? How are you? Big news when you were gone, bro. What was that? Well, that would be that the uh, The the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets have just signed you. Yes, they have. Actually, that leaves just the three of us in this studio that have not signed with the Brooklyn Nets. Man, dang it. Um, I want to thank the uh, the hosts who uh, helped give me the uh, the week off with uh, Susie and the family. Um, I want to thank uh, Dan Helley and Ryan Leaf and Kirk Morrison, not only for their excellent shows here in this chair, but also uh, having seen their work uh, on our Twitter feed, on our YouTube handle, uh, our Facebook handle, and all that good stuff. Uh, I want to thank them for their great work and also to remind me that uh, I need to get in shape um, I really want to, you know, Kirk looks like he can give you about three, three, five Kirk, plays Kirk right now swole, man. in just <laughs> one first quarter, right? He, he can give you probably about 40 snaps. He looks like Ryan, uh, lost 75 pounds, huh? He's, he's lost, lost a whole, yeah. he's lost, lost a, a whole ton teenager. of weight. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I want to thank Dan Helly for bringing the dimples to this program for the first time in seven years. Perfect hair and the dimples. Gosh. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Knowing how good-looking Dan is, <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for doing the show. Appreciate that. Plus, I'm uh, I'm going to do my run in April. That's getting Ooh, very close to okay. me being able to sit here in front of this microphone and tell you all the details Perfect. about Run ah. Rich Run. April's going to be a huge month, not just you in know run, what? Go Rich, run, run another forty in your suit. I'm going to, and wait till you hear where I'm going to do it, and wait till you who also might be running with me. Ooh, just Ooh. dropping hints, dropping uh, little breadcrumbs, and then Ooh. of course there's the draft. In Cleveland, Ohio, everyone was uh, 
Making a big to-do last week, and why not, that they're announcing it's going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. And we're all excited. Everyone's excited except Trevor Lawrence. We'll talk (laughs) about that on the three-hour edition of the Rich Eisen Show and also all the draft news that went down on Friday. Let's just obviously start with the madness, the craziness, the, uh, the, the NCAA tournament. And there's just two things about it that that um, that just strike me um, one every year and then one when I'm lucky enough to, to have this feeling. But the one every year thing that just kind of hits you on is it's it's crazy. Chris, you and I talked to Chris. We, you and I talked about it, how we how, about how, it. how we don't really pay attention to college basketball Not until really the Super Bowl's yeah. over. We're yep. so NFL focused. And then you start Absolutely. turning the page to. Uh, to seeing what's going on in college basketball. Yep. And we're not really sitting here and monitoring the the top 25 or of either poll, right? Not really, no. Not really, no. But, you know, give me Oregon State versus uh, Loyola Chicago, and my ass is planted <laughs> on that couch. Isn't that crazy? And, you know, and, and it, you're watching a defensive battle and you're getting to learn some of the, yep. the coaches who were on our show last week. Yeah. Uh, and you're learning about some of the players and some players that you recognize because they're in their third, fourth year of eligibility and so on and so forth. But it's just amazing how you get into it and you don't have anything to really um, focus on other than just the excitement of it and the players and how they get into it. And you learn the stories about organizations and schools and coaches and players and sisters and nuns and all that stuff and <laughs> and you're just locked in and tonight tonight a 12 seed oregon state this is what we talk about you talk about you know we Susie and i explain to our children why they call it the big dance and cinderella's invited to the ball is essentially what we we're trying to explain and this is what march madness is all about the oregon state beavers needing to run their conference tournament yep. to get in. They run their conference tournament and get in, despite prior to their season, we've all heard the story that all the intelligentsia and those who pay attention to Pac-12 basketball, not named Bill Walton, they all get together and they say, who's going to win, who's going to lose? And Oregon State is picked to finish dead Last, the old DFL. DFL, baby. In their conference. And they are now in the Elite Eight. It's just, as a 12 seed. And that's never happened before, right? No 12 seeds ever made it to the Elite Eight before. We always hear about the 12 upset in the five. There are, usually we talk 12 seeds in, in the first round. That's right. what we talk about. It happens every year, 12 wins. And, you know, we all, damn near almost had a 15 seed in, in, in the Elite Eight, too, as Oral Roberts oh. gave Arkansas 40 minutes of heck, you know? And, and uh, Arkansas survives taking on Baylor tonight as the one and three in the, in the late window on CBS. But the early windows, Oregon State versus Houston. And, you know, that's, again, what the NCAA tournament is all about. And, again, you almost had a 12 and 15 seeds play tonight. And, you know, I do bring up Oral Roberts, not just because that's, again, what the tournament's all about, but I wasn't in the chair after Oral Roberts beat the Ohio State! (laughs) And my team's still in it! Oh, that brings me to the other part about what I love about March Madness. 
When your team wins, when your team wins in March Madness, it is so awesome, baby, <laughs> to use the Dick Vitale. And it is 1,000%, admittedly, 1,000% thoroughly unhealthy to feel this way <laughs> about one sporting event. You know, the amount of joy that you get when a bunch of 18 to 20, 21-year-old kids just get together and as one succeed and your coach represents your school because he went to it and nobody expected this guy to do what he is doing and he is doing it and the whole school is right front and center and you haven't been to that school in like 30 years when you graduated. It's been 30 years. <laughs> and I still feel like I'm on campus sitting in my couch. It's the best. And it is thoroughly unhealthy. It's unhinged is what I, you know, it's, I don't know why I care so damn much. But man, it feels incredible. It feels incredible. It feels incredible to see your team succeed. And, and my team is still in it. My team's taking on UCLA, oh, baby. which is another thing. Eight Just clap. bringing it all together. The eight clap. The first team has a chance. That if, if they beat my school, oh, goodness. they will be the first team to erase the word first from first four and replace it with final. First four to final four. Yo, they are on a run. And right if now. they do that, they bookend it by making the final four by beating Michigan, and they get out of the first four by beating MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage, which is another reason why I love my school still in it, because everybody else is out. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm supposed to root for my conference, but the Ohio State got beat by the cast of Footloose. <laughs> Everybody and MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. See ya in the first four. Oh, Illinois. Ooh, we cut down nuts <laughs> in Indiana. Uh. Guess who can actually do that to make the final four? My school. <laughs> totally and thoroughly unhealthy. Very rational, yeah. yeah. Not rational at no, all. At all. No, not, not Your not. team. What a run. Matchup zoned. Your team. I tweeted it out. You texted me. I'm like, you know, that's not a bad tweet. I throw it out there. Because yeah. you text me in the middle of their game, in which they eventually they did lose to yeah. Houston. But you know, we should be down by 20. And I'm like, this is a school that prior <laughs> to the tournament, they, sh they shouldn't make it. In tournament, they should be down by 20. After the tournament, lasted longer than your school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your team, I mean, my brother-in-law goes to... Yeah. Went to Syracuse. My my nephew is currently at Syracuse. This is his first tournament. What up, Jack? Yeah. It's amazing. J Jack sees like, hey. What a run. Just So, by the way, for the next three years when he goes to school there, chill out during the regular season. Yeah, just fun. <laughs> we're going to make it, and we're going to make this week 16. My only question <laughs> is, and, you know, this is usually a question you ask about a 76-year-old in Los Angeles, not in New York, uh, upstate New York, central New York. Does he have any more kids, Jim Bayhan? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. No, not, not, not anymore. Yeah, that's usually a Los Angeles question. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> USC and UCLA in it. What's going on?
I don't, What's I don't know. What's going on? The Pac-12 is just running roughshod over this whole tournament. Look at the Pac-12. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. Look at the Pac-12. I mean, everyone loves to dump on the Pac-12, and they're, they're just thirteen and two. It. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Look at that block M for the Big Ten. Don't worry, everybody. We'll we'll take it from here. <laughs> Unless UCLA knocks us off, who knows? Big Ten. Who knows? Yeah, you were complaining, Joe. Man, what a you bunch texted of that frauds, whole, oh, you frauds, 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 because you chose yes. Illinois to go all the way. Big lose. No, no, no. Well, yes, I did, but I did that just to be different. But we had to sit here all year and just hear how great the Big Ten was. Best conference, top to bottom. Well, choke the, artists. Their regular, <laughs> their regular season champs are still in it. Great, you're the last, last man standing. Well, take it. Great. If, as long as you're the last man standing in this tournament, if you're along the last women standing, by the way, the Michigan Wolverines uh, women's basketball team took Baylor to overtime. I was locked in on that. I just, I can't get enough of the tournaments, women's, yeah. men's. It's amazing. And it's also, it's and, one of those things, like you said before, how you could really not pay attention much of the season and just kind of come in, conference tourney, tourney starts, locked in. Locked. Couldn't get it. Can't get enough. In. Can't get enough. Locked in in Gonzaga. Hey, congratulations on making it this far and um, making it to the Elite Eight and being undefeated and having the entire college basketball world wonder if you're going to make history. But, uh, you know, uh, you you, got to play early on Tuesday because Michigan has got the late window. And all of us, all of us sitting around in Wolverine world, we're everywhere. (laughs) CBS says UCLA versus Michigan. That's a lot of blue in that blood. Late night, Tuesday. Big time. So USC and Gonzaga, that'll be early. That'll be early. Settle in. Seven out of the final eight teams, the elite eight, seven of the elite eight teams west of the Mississippi for the first time ever. And the only team that's east of the Mississippi has been around so long, founded in 1817. And then eventually playing in a conference that does become the Big Ten, but was called initially the Western Conference. That team that's east of the Mississippi has a fight song that ends with Champions of the West. (laughs) Factual. These are all hashtag facts. Also, how great is it? Monday, Tuesday, Elite there Eight games. Oh, hey. It's last, awesome. Except last Thursday, Friday, you're like, where were the games? Yeah, What's yeah that was yeah, weird. Yeah, that's true. What's going on? But I'm thankful for Monday, uh, too. Yeah. It's like Wednesday NFL games. You, like, you, you, you put it in the bank on Thursday and Friday going without games. Now, Monday, Tuesday, we're liking it. So the Wolverines got the varsity game tomorrow is what you're saying, That's Rich. what I am saying, sir. JV's first. We are everywhere. We are everywhere. And all the, oh, oh God. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm quelling, to use the phrase, in my household growing up, that we're still in it. And all the Ohio State, oh, God. And uh, we're a football school. What are you? I don't care. We're alive. Bounced in the first round by the Oral Roberts. <laughs> I don't care that they almost went almost. Doesn't matter. Only nine times a 15 seeds beaten the deuce. Only f- nine times. One of them. The Ohio State out. Illinois out. Everybody out. We'll try and take it from here. Oh. <laughs> One of two times on my vacation, I'm like, I wish I was in the chair. That game's going to be awesome. Okay. 
was was coming back on the air at the, after Ohio, you know, Ohio State gets bounced by Oral Roberts. Oh my god! And then talking to the Oral Roberts coach, which I know what Dan Helley did. Yep. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and I tweeted that video out saying. Thanks to Dan for teaching this professionally. I might have had a, I might have had a different take chatting with this guy. Maybe just a little. Oh. <laughs> Any other time was uh, Friday when uh, the NFL draft got flipped on its head with uh, two draft trades. Ooh, baby. And that is going to be a large focus of this program, not only because Daniel Jeremiah is at the top of hour number two to tell us who the 49ers might be targeting at third overall where they currently sit. Who might the Dolphins be targeting at six overall where they currently sit after flipping all the way down to 12 and then coming back up with the Eagles at six? Why would the Eagles move from six to 12? Albert Breer has some great inside information in his Monday morning quarterback MMQB column today in Sports Illustrated. He's top of hour number three. Joe Manganiello will be joining us. He is uh, one of the actors and shoplifters of the world and also the old Snyder Cut. The old Snyder Cut. He is uh, going to be coming talking about that, and um, I guess the uh, the um, he's also a, a fan of the team that's been known as the uh, the Cap Cut. He's also that's been a a Steelers problem. So that's another saga. I think he'd like to talk about <laughs> in hour number three. Probably. What else are we going to talk about today? We'll talk about stuff with you at 844-204-RICH. And also, People Magazine is off the rails. Oh, God. Absolutely off the rails. Oof. How dare they decide who is the sexiest bald man in the world without checking in with either one of us first, Chris. Thank, thank what you. the hell is their major malfunction? I have no idea. Cancel my subscription. And Prince William? He's not even... Don't... Let's go to break. He's not even fully bald. Exactly. He's coming over. Let's go to break. Let's call it what it is. Let's go to break. Uh, My team's in the Elite Eight, and I'm rested and caffeinated. (laughs) I have shown up and burnt orange, and I am en fuego, to use the phrase of the man who precedes us every day on Sirius XM Channel 211 and this NBC Sports on Peacock live stream. When we come back, my two cents on what went down on Friday between the Eagles and the Niners, and the Dolphins, and what it means for other teams like the J-E-T-S. And you on the Rich Eisen Show. Back in the chair, folks. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on our radio network as well. We want to welcome everybody who's listening to the Rich Eisen Show every single day. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. So I'm uh, I'm hanging out um, on vacation last Friday, and all of a sudden, you know, my phone starts buzzing, going crazy, and it's because the NFL draft gets turned upside down. And... Um, so I think Ryan was here on that day. Ryan Leaf was on that day, right? Yep. And so it's just one after another. Boom, boom. Two huge trades um, that we're going to talk about with Daniel Jeremiah and Albert Breer because Albert says they're connected um, in his MMQB. Like, uh, like literally, even though they were announced separately, like an NBA-type trade pulling a third team in. So the San Francisco 49ers move all the way from 12 up to number three um, by flipping first-round picks with the Miami Dolphins and um, flipping two more first-round picks to them next year, 2022-2023, and then a third-round pick in next year's draft that, according to Albert, does appear to be the compensatory pick that the Niners got in uh, the Jets hiring away Robert Sala under the new construct of the NFL that a team that um, loses a coach of color or uh, a minority coach, and Robert Sala being the first-ever Muslim to be a head coach in the uh, National Football League, that's a third-round pick to the 49ers that they're just like, okay, here you go. It's now yours, Miami. And so there you have it. Um, and wow. yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> then a couple of hours later, or just an hour later, not even. Not even. Like boom, boom. Yeah, boom, boom. The, the um, Dolphins move from 12 up to 6 with the Eagles who get for their uh, troubles a first-round pick next year. Um, the Dolphins also get a fifth this year, and the Eagles get a fourth this year, so they swap those picks. But a first-round pick next year, and according to Albert Breer, that first-round pick in 2022 is not San Francisco's. It's the one that the Dolphins were just going to get themselves. Oh. So it's not like taking the one from San Francisco. It's the one that the Dolphins get themselves, and you got to you know understand um, – it can be confusing because the Dolphins have so many first-round picks, it's insane. <laughs> so those are the draft, um, those are the draft trades from Friday, and it got me to thinking because it just the the <clears throat> these two huge rocks thrown into the NFL draft pond by three NFL teams: San Francisco, <clears throat> Miami, and. Philadelphia have so many ripple effects and I, I I had to just boil it down to the top five 
headlines to come out of two draft trades. And um, I've got them. Mike, I don't know if we've talked about it, but I, I just feel like I do need NFL Films music. I got you, Rich. I appreciate that. Here you go. We'll go from five all the way up to number one. Here's number five, that it seems to me that the Miami Dolphins are all in on Tua now. Because the conversation, as you know, that I thought was a little bit nutty from the end of the regular season, or at least the last month of the regular season, all the way up to this draft trade was, you know, well, Dolphins got beat in last year's draft by taking Tua over Justin Herbert, and Tua is expendable, certainly if it's for Deshaun Watson, and the Dolphins aren't really in on Tua completely. But to me, when you move out of the sixth spot, or we move out of the three spot, you're basically saying, we are not interested in one of the top four quarterbacks in this draft. We're moving down to six, where we'll probably have no shot at any of the top four quarterbacks in this draft. And as a matter of fact, when we move from 12 back up to six, that means we are very interested in getting a top flight offensive player either at wide receiver or tight end or at the uh, offensive line spot for Tua. And then the Dolphins, my gosh, I have it right here in front of me. Chris Greer um, now with, he's the general manager of the Miami Dolphins. From 2020 to 2023, he is projected to pick nine times in the first round. <laughs> nine first round picks over a four year span. And the pick that the Dolphins uh, sent to San Francisco is not even their own in this year's draft. That belongs to uh, the Houston Texans originally that was sent to Miami for the tackle Laramie Tunsil, who the Dolphins have turned into a mini Herschel Walker trade. Four firsts, two seconds, and a third from that Laramie Tunsil trade alone, which is what Chris Greer, the general manager, is doing. And if he does, in fact draft using these picks and surround Tua, who's you know part of this whole first round of Palooza, if they do draft a championship team, they can turn this Tunsil trade into a, a Herschel Walker trade of their own. But we'll see. To me, it's just like the whole conversation of Tua's gone or they're not really into Tua. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick's gone. Tua's still there. And they move back up to six to no doubt choose somebody. You know, Jamar Chase, I don't think will be there. I think they, they think that the kid from LSU is going to be drafted by Cincinnati right before him, and they'll have a reunion between two LSU Tigers. Joe Burrow coming back from his rock and roll from his knee injury, and let's go run it back, if you will. But they're going to get a high-quality offensive player for Tua. That's my first take on that. That's number five on the list. Number four is Jalen Hurts. You got one year to prove yourself. That's basically it. Jalen Hurts, you got one year to prove yourself. There's a lot of folks in Philadelphia that are upset that they moved from 6 down to 12, that they could have gotten, what, that kid Pitts, the, the tight yep. end? Tight end from Florida. Kyle that, that, that he could be the perfect guy for him, and they're moving out of 12. They're moving from 6 down to 12, and they're not really supporting Jalen Hurts this year. You could make that case. 12, they, they didn't move out of the first round entirely, right? And they're, they're not going to use 12 on a, another quarterback like, say, the Packers did last year. They're going to get somebody who can help Jalen Hurts this year. But what the Philadelphia Eagles did was get a second first-round pick for next year. And by the way, flipping Carson Wentz to Indianapolis, that if everything goes according to plan for Wentz and the Colts, 
that would turn into a first-round pick for next year's right. draft. They would have three first-round picks. So if they like a quarterback in next year's draft, they could move wherever the hell they want to go get him. But it's basically your job this year, Jalen Hurts, certainly when you're getting Joe Flacco to back him up. Teach him how to be a professional if he really even needs that. <laughs> I would think being in Alabama would kind of teach you how to do that with Nick Saban <laughs> as your coach. But I'm not buying the fact that they're not helping Hurts by moving from 6 down to 12. What they really did in the very end is maneuver wisely for their draft next year when their cap will be completely uh, on the up and up. Wentz is off and the cap is back into the levels that they're used to. They're setting up for the future. Hurts could be the guy. We'll see how that goes. But he's basically got one year and none of it would have been possible if they kept Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter of game 256. All the Eagles fans and us in the NFL saying, what are you doing, Doug Peterson, tapping out on a you know on a game that we're all wondering whether it can work out for the Eagles or Washington and the Giants need you and you're tapping out on competition? Well, guess what? Right They're right. drafting 12th overall and they may have three first-round picks next year. Number three. Number three, Jimmy G, we hardly knew you. Now, <laughs> the Niners are saying he's still their guy this year because they, they can win it there right now. They can win it right now. And he may wind up on the roster this year. That the cap, the way that they have it set up, they can carry Jimmy G and whoever they're choosing third overall because they are choosing a quarterback third overall. You are not coughing up all of that draft capital to go get a kid who can play tackle. You're not drafting all that capital to go get a kid who can catch the ball from Jimmy G. You are catch you are getting somebody who you think is your quarterback and championship quarterback of the future and you are restarting the clock with this kid right now. And you are restarting the clock on your cap right now. And you are needing to pay Nick Bosa and other people down the road. You need to have some cap help maybe from the position that gives you the most cap help by drafting a rookie quarterback and Kyle Shanahan gets his guy not from somebody else his guy and you go to work that's why I think Jimmy Garoppolo is history you know obviously after this coming year but maybe even time for this year and even if he is the guy right now he stumbles out of the gate one and three you're gonna see that kid out there I'll tell you that so Jimmy G the clock's ticking and I would be surprised if he's on the team this year to be very honest with you they might be saying right now, hey, Jimmy's our guy because we need you to come at us with an offer we can't refuse and see you later. And Kyle's like, I can coach this kid up. Although the problem is, and you'll hear from Daniel Jeremiah top of the second hour, whoever they're going to get third overall, unless it's Mac Jones, doesn't have a lot of college experience, which is maybe why they want to keep Jimmy G around for at least this year. Number two, and this is, you know, and this has nothing to do, you know, obviously it may have something to do. But I don't think this has anything to do with everything going on with Deshaun Watson and all the lawsuits that are being filed right now in a civil lawsuit that just keeps on mounting and mounting against him in the city of Houston. But I don't think Deshaun Watson's going anywhere because the what, what the Niners just gave to the Dolphins in order to choose a player who has not played a single snap in the NFL is exactly the cost of Deshaun Watson and a little bit maybe less than that. But the run, you know, you're going to have to offer somebody a first round pick 
in three consecutive drafts. This and two. And then toss in a third. And then maybe another player or two. That's the package for Deshaun Watson. And the Niners are one of those teams that were willing to do it. You don't think they knocked on Houston's door at some point? They might have pulled the plug with all of these lawsuits out there. Right. I don't know. Right. But this is the – and so this is now one team that would have been perfect for Deshaun and perfect for the Texans because he's out of your conference. That's now off the board. Now off the board. And the Dolphins are now off the board. And even the Eagles. The Eagles might be able to maybe throw all of these first-rounders to just – you know them for Deshaun Watson. Maybe that could happen. I don't know. Denver's being thrown out there for Deshaun Watson. Carolina's being thrown out there for Deshaun Watson. This is now the floor. And you have to think the Niners at some point knocked on the door of Houston for this. And then you also have to think that the Niners knocked on the door to the Jets for this. And if the Jets said no to this, they're flipping it for Deshaun Watson. Put that all together with the lawsuits, and I don't think Deshaun Watson's going anywhere right now. Which leads me to number one. Broadway Zach, baby. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's the headline of the Daily News. Broadway Zach after Zach Wilson, in the middle of all of this trade drama, had his pro date live on NFL Network. Daniel Jeremiah was, if you will, part of the broadcast team for that. Another reason why he's joining us at the top of the next hour. Broadway Zach, baby. (laughs) Because if the Jets, if the Jets said no to this, because you have to think the 49ers, who used to employ the current Jets head coach, who used a third-round draft choice that they got because they lost Robert Sala to the Jets, flipping that third-rounder in this trade, you have to think they knocked on the Jets' door first and found out from the Jets' Not interested in trading that second round pick for all of this and probably then some. Because if you're going from 12 to 3 and that's the cost, it's got to be a little bit more to go from 12 to 2. Certainly when you know the subset of quarterbacks that you can draft goes from Trevor, everybody not named Trevor Lawrence as opposed to everybody not named Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. It's even more expensive. And the Jets said no to that. They're not doing that to keep Sam Darnold and use that pick on, uh, what, the tackle from Oregon. You know? They're not doing that. So, it's Broadway Zach. It's going to be him. There's no question it's going to be him. Look at that kid, man. And he made one incredible throw where he's, you know, drifting to his left and he threw it 50 yards down the field. And I know he doesn't have, you know, anybody in his face. I get it. He's in his shorts and whatever. But he sure looked the part, and the Jets' entire brass was there in in Utah to see it. And here's the problem. Similar, TJ, to you asking me if I'm excited or I'm nervous. Mm -hmm. We've seen this before, the whole Broadway fill-in-the-blank. (laughs) Sam Darnold was known as Broadway Sam. Not only that, but prior to his first career home start as a Jet Daily News proclaimed him Samilton. <laughs> Actually even named the Broadway production. <laughs> that is a really well done cover. Samilton. That is awesome. Right? Not only that, forget that. I mean, oh we we could keep going. We could keep going further back. Why not? <laughs> 
Broadway Brett. We saw Broadway Brett. <laughs> hey. Two far lands on sports greatest stage. Appreciate that you think it's the greatest <laughs> stage out there in the old, what it was probably at the time, the Meadowlands. Broadway Brett. We've seen Broadway Brett. Not only that. Hold on a second. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Come on. Give Good. it to me. Yeah! After pep talk from Namath, Broadway Mark debuts to rave reviews. A star is born. Sanchez. Got you some playoff wins there. We've seen it before. (laughs) I have no idea. I have no idea. But what I do know is anybody who wants Sam Donald, come get him. Now, they're not going to make this trade now. And they they can't make it in the next couple weeks. There's going to be a medical check of all these players in the middle of April. This would normally have been done back at the Combine. But as we all know, the pandemic erased it. So it's not going to be then. It might be, in my estimation, the night of the NFL draft. Thursday night of the NFL draft. Once the Jets get Zach Wilson, make the phone call and say, you're still breathing, right? You're, yep. you're, you're good? <laughs> you're we, just saw you, we just saw you in the green room because we're assuming he's going to go. He, he's <laughs> good. You saw you in the green room. You held up that green jersey. That's great. With the Carolina Panthers and the Broncos in the top 10 on the clock, you want Sam Darnold? Come get him. And the Jets might be picking twice in the top 10 if they play their cards right in the 2021 draft Ooh. and add somebody for Zach Wilson on the spot. Because if they said no to the 49ers, they're going to say yes to Zach. Broadway Zach, baby. Unbelievable. Does the Daily News just don't give up? Nope. You just don't give up. Everything's Broadway fill in the blank. Dude looks 14, right? I mean, he literally looks. (laughs) One of my favorite Zach Wilson takes (laughs) on Twitter, and by favorite, I mean most ridiculous. I think somebody said he looked like Jimmy Clausen, and that's enough to stay away from him. Oh, my gosh. He does look like Jimmy Jimmy Clausen. Clausen. He's got like Jimmy Clausen face. He I mean, is that really a leader of men right there? He looks so young, man. He looks so young. Sam Darnold's 23, brother. I mean... Oh, yeah. Okay. Put it out there, uh, Hoskins. So NFL game day, put this up there. Where me from week 14 in the in the hair that they had me put on to make me look like Trevor Lawrence. I think that was a mooch gift. I think that was a, it might have been like a, a Santa mooch gift or something like that, I think. And then, you know, uh, Zach Wilson. Now they put me in a Zach Wilson uh, headband. So. You feeling yeah. good? Well, I mean, I retweeted it. Oh, he retweeted it. Yeah, Zach Wilson retweeted it. So he likes it. He saw it. He saw it, Zach. There's a, there's oh, I, ret- I retweeted the game day one with the uh, the sniffling T.O. gif of that's my that's quarterback. quarterback. I see a friendship already starting to hey, come Because it's done. It's done. It's done. The secret's out. Mm-hmm. It goes Trevor Lawrence and it goes Zach Wilson because if the Jets said no to this trade, and they had to have, 49ers – have to do their due diligence by knocking on Joe Douglas's door or calling up their old defensive coordinator saying, hey, you got Joe's number, which, of course, Lynch has anyway. I mean, there's no question they had a, you know, there's no reason to not knock on the door where you get any quarterback not named Trevor Lawrence as opposed to a smaller subset of guys. Question is, which one do they want? And we'll talk about that with Daniel Jeremiah and Albert Breer and Take your phone calls as well. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show on a very busy Sports Monday. Last Monday of March 2021. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on our radio network, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the show. Uh, let's go to Ray in Las Vegas, Nevada. I can actually, hold on. Hey, Ray, you there? You there? Yeah, I'm here, Rich. Ray, do me a favor. Hold on to the next hour. We're on uh, our radio uh, network is picked up in Las Vegas, Nevada, coming up. And I, I want your friends to hear you, okay? Is that fine with you? Yeah, I can hold on, man. There you go. That's, put him back on hold. He's I kind of saw that, and you know, I'm just trying to just trying to connect dots and and make uh, Rich Eisen Show Radio affiliates happy. Makes sense. Um, here's here's one of those moments where you you know how, how do you explain this stuff to your kids? You know, uh, as you know, Zan and and Coop are locked in on fantasy. As a matter of fact, Coop uh, beat his brother uh, in fantasy basketball this past week. Uh, although Zan has got the second best record in his league. Um, with his family and his uh, Cooper's friends. The reason why I bring it up is, <clears throat> you know, Coop had LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh. And, you know, all of a sudden, poof, poof goes LaMarcus because the coach is like, yeah, he's not going to play here anymore and we'll see where he goes. And um, just like, you know, Andre Drummond, who his brother's got, poof. Uh, Andre Drummond, we haven't seen, when was the last time he played a game? Was it January. Ooh. It's a January where they're basically Cleveland said, yeah, we're, we don't we, we don't want to pay you next year and we'd like to trade you. Uh, and the trade deadline's not until like March. It was like mid-February or something like that. Yeah, I'm it's just been, it's, it's insane. And so now LaMarcus Aldridge signs with the Nets. And my youngest son says, dad, what's a buyout? <laughs> February 14th. February, I mean. It's been it's been six weeks. And then, of course, the Lakers now got Andre Drummond and, you know, it'll be it'll be what he'll he'll will he go through the Blake Griffin, New Jersey, Brooklyn Nets um, training program where they don't play for two weeks because he haven't played for four weeks. Now, they need all the help they can get right now, I guess. I guess. I don't know. The Nets did it without Durant. I know that they don't the Lakers haven't been playing well of late because there's no LeBron and no Anthony Davis. But does it matter? Does it matter if there's no fans in the stands, if you're a five seed or a four seed? Does it matter if there's no fans in the stands or there's hardly I any fans in the stands? I think it depends who you play. So well, you don't want to be part of that plan. Exactly. But the Lakers yeah. aren't going to get that far down. Uh, I don't know, man. You really think the Lakers are going to wind up in that play-in, in that play-in scenario? Of the people we talked to last week, uh, Rick Buecher and Tim Legler, said it's looking likely that they could finish at least seventh. Seventh, you're in the play-in. The Utah Jazz are hoping that that's not the case because they don't want to see the Lakers sitting at it's that a seven one. or an eight seed. Yeah, oh, that well, would be yeah, awful for look, them. Look, let's just place that aside. True. Let's place it aside. Let's place it aside. Once again, the NBA's got to do something about 
something that is very difficult to legislate. Like the dumbass load management problem that they had. (laughs) Which I guess is still a problem, but now that it's not called load management, now that they've these teams have actually ascribed a body part to what ails the player. Yeah. It doesn't look like load management, even though it smells like load management, it walks like load management, it sits like load management, but we don't call it load management anymore. And it's like, how do you actually legislate against this sort of thing? The NBA's got to do something about high-quality players who have either overstayed their welcome or the teams want to, don't want to pay them anymore or won't pay them in the next coming year, and they know they got to get out, and the rest of the league knows that they're going to get out so why trade for them? Let's just wait until they are bought out. We should not have a situation in the NBA, certainly with the Brooklyn Nets, where it looks like Kevin Durant is still choosing his all-star team. <laughs> like Team Durant is still being put together. No, no, Kevin, this is not for the all-star game. This is for the actual league. It looks like that's what he's doing. He's like sitting there on TNT. They should they should do that. They should basically do that. They should actually have Durant live on TNT, shoot, calling these guys up and choosing his all-star team. Calling Blake, calling LaMarcus, clearly, you know, being unsuccessful calling Andre Drummond. Just put it on TV. Make it content if this yeah. is what we're going to – if this is what the league is coming to – and I got to explain to my kids the reason why the Nets are getting every all-star possible in the middle of the season and why on their fantasy league page their player hasn't played in three weeks and then all of a sudden has a different uniform color on for his avatar photograph. Yeah, well, here's the deal. LaMarcus Aldridge wasn't going to be paid by the Spurs. And so what he did was, it, well, here's what happened. Andre Drummond, you see what they what the what the Cavs did is they got Jared Allen in the trade once Harden ate his way out of Houston. And demand, <laughs> you know, and and so they're not gonna pay Andre Drummond and they don't want to get him hurt. So they just sat him and they try to trade him, but the rest of the league understood that there's no shot right. that Andre Drummond wouldn't be bought out because everybody knows he's not gonna be there anymore. And so unlike <laughs> The Pistons, the Cavs have an owner who's going to basically make him wait it all the way out until you can't do it anymore, and then you'll buy him out. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. (laughs) And so that's the way it's going in the NBA right now, kiddo. And I don't blame fans who may individually wear Kyrie's shoes, love Harden's game. Who doesn't like Kevin Durant? I mean, seriously. I don't blame NBA fans for wanting the Brooklyn Nets to lose every playoff game that they possibly can suit up for. What are we doing? What are we doing? Hey, rules the rules. Blake Griffin's free. Bought out. Go get him. He's a free agent. Hey, Andre Drummond's free. Bought out. Go get him. He's a free agent. Well, we couldn't get him. The Lakers get him, though. Okay. Everybody, anybody who is worth their salt in the NBA, who gets caught in some sort of contractual vortex or is 
part of a team that doesn't do very well in the first half of the season and they make some organizational choice that we're just going to go with the young guys and you're not going to get many minutes. And I know that's not what you want. At least the Pistons did Blake Griffin a favor and let him bounce early. At least they did him that favor. So he could get back up to speed and not play for the first three weeks. And then dunk, by the way. I guess, would he not have been able to dunk if he wasn't sitting for those three weeks? And yes, I have Blake Griffin in fantasy. I am bitching about that. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess, that's is that part of the new general managing? It's just pick your spots. You got yourself a team. You got yourself a championship team. Wait for another team to either no longer need the older player or realize they're not going to pay the older player. Wait till they're bought out and construct your own all-star team. That's the NBA for you right now, and it stinks. I think it stinks. I think it stinks. It's tough. I think it stinks. Honestly. But we're still going to watch the finals if it's no, Lakers-Nets. I, I, I guess. Mean? Like, I, I know. but I mean, it's, The playing tournament is going to be exciting. Oh, I'm not saying that the, the action won't be exciting. I understand. I understand. I'm just, it's just saying it's a bummer. How we're getting there. You go from super teams to now all-star teams that are constructed based on economic problems faced by other teams. And that's how you put a championship team together. I mean, I think they're, you know, put it on TV. Literally get Durant on TV to choose his team. Daniel Jeremiah coming up. They're going to do it the old-fashioned way. We're going to draft it in the NFL. (laughs) 